This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bowler podcast. It's really, really not that good. Well, if you're just tuning in, if you happen to open up your iPhone, iPad, and go to the podcast app and look for Working Class bow hunters, you will see that this is episode number 43. Uh, we're the Working Class bow hunter, and we are, as we are always are, except when we're not, at 1600 Buckslayer <laughs> Place, right here in the Buckatorium, Sherrard, Illinois, deer hunting podcast capital of Mercer County and the world, I might add. Uh, hello, I'm Steve. There's Kurt sitting in here next to Steve. A little weird. And E-Rock on the other side. Logan's here again. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to buy twice in a row. God, man, we're almost going to put some caution tape up uh, over here. Kind of miss the times when he's gone. If already. you're a regular <laughs> listener, you'll realize that um, Logan is one of the original dudes from Working Class Bow Hunter, yet he's never around because he's always out of town for work, but he's keeping... Uh, Keep Keeping our name, name strong, yeah. yeah. So yeah. winter's coming, so I should be here a lot more. So, so winter yeah, is right. coming for those of you it's who watch. Nice watched. to have you back. Nobody wants Logan driving in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Logan's back at it with us. Nice to have you back, Logan. It's Man. great to be back. Episode forty-three brought to you by Clearshot Archery Products. If you guys listen to this episode uh, and you don't own anything that ClearShot has, uh, do yourself a favor. Be adults. Turn this podcast off. Go buy some pro- some peeps. You know they've got a whole line of products. They're go most known for out. their peeps, which they make they make a great a great peep site. And it, it's going to be a lot softer on your eyes. And then you <laughs> you get that in your bow. You shoot it. You kill more deer. And then you come back and listen to this. You pick up right where you left off. I promise you, we're always going to be on iTunes. Lisbon, we've got tons of other places, so you can catch right back up. But get that, get some of those products on your, on your bow, on your purse, just whatever you got to do. Buy yourself something nice for Christmas. Yeah, clearshotarchery.com. dot com. Bingo. Do it, do it. We're also do brought it. to you by Do It Smiths Custom Meats and Processing in Viola, Illinois. Um, Viola. Man, has that guy not closed down? I hear he's not getting any deer this year. <laughs> yeah right. Um, he's busy. Um, I haven't heard from him for a few weeks, so he's probably so busy that he ignores the podcast. Yeah, all that, that's that's probably it. Um, 
Yeah, for you guys that are local, this is something that matters within a couple hours. This uh, is a great business that I think everyone should take their deer to um, to get their deer processed. I got actually mango habanero deer brats thawing yeah, right now in the fridge. They're Ooh. awesome. And I actually, he told me that they weren't very hot. And I went and knocked out maybe three or four of them in one sitting, and then I realized that they actually were pretty hot. Um, the, maybe the habanero <laughs> yeah. part had something to do with that. I don't or, know. Or maybe the three back to back. Yeah, it could. I, I did have a bush latte to wash it down, so I figured Ooh. that. Yeah, hey, yeah, you know. So that ain't with the mix. But uh, awesome. we, <laughs> we're gonna get some uh, Miller High Life lattes. Champagne of beers. <laughs> yeah, they have a. Uh, you gotta put your pinky out when you drink it. He's got he's got a uh, cornucopia of options for you in your deer meat Ooh, processing. Ooh, fancy words. Hey, cornucopia. Uh, look at there. You can even do deer bacon. So, I mean, get with it or get lost. I don't really know and what you're meat thinking. Loaf. <laughs> yeah, you know, meatloaf. I've been I haven't even had one yet. My Ooh, dad they're delicious. Loves them. And mm. I got to tell you, he w- he will judge you if you say other than how do you want your uh deer and you uh, you ask for anything other than deer, you know what that can you cut it with a little bit of pork? He like doesn't judge you. Nine percent. <laughs> well, I sure do. Yeah. Um, I just really started judging people when I found out that Kaleberg mixes his beef. Uh, his beef? He, beef yeah, he mixes his venison. beef with, with a little bit of venison. Well, he does. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Don't so. they do it opposite? He shoots a deer and brings a whole cow. Yeah, could you just mix these together? <laughs> you have a 200-pound cow or a 200-pound deer and... A 500-pound cow. Yeah, just it, whatever he could do. Make it work. Anyway, check those guys out. Um, I don't really know what we're going where we're going. You know, with. Uh, we, uh, we've we gone longer than a week without a podcast. I mean, we did it last Wednesday because all of us had uh, Thanksgiving off, which I hope everybody ate well. I know I sure did, and I did for everybody else. So. Looks like it, Steve. <laughs> it does. I uh, <laughs> Man, I, it was great. <laughs> I went out hunting on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving weekend's always a really good weekend for bow hunting. Yeah, because well, for me anyway, I know with a lot of people, you know, if you're working in the trades, like a lot of guys, um, a lot of you know, a lot of union guys, uh, sometimes they'll negotiate to get that Friday off, like Black Friday, because it's always right after Thanksgiving. So, well, it's like, what do you do? Go out of town, see your family, and then drive back for yeah. Friday. It and just, go back to work for a day. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's awkward. So if you got it off, and you went hunting, yeah. But uh, yeah, I get out there and I'm like, man, it was a, it was a great morning. It was going to be probably as perfect a morning to hunt because you get to hunt and then you get down for lunch, but then you just keep eating. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> just can't tell yourself no, can you? Oh, no, there's no reason to. I tried to drown myself in some gravy this weekend, but or no, last. You know what I mean? Anyway, so I get out and I'm just super excited to get back out. We had to, you know, we had to sit out a week. You know, and let the you know, like whenever, a whenever weekend. you never, whenever you're in a game, and like you know, it, it's a game, and you know they got they they let it's really nice. They let the special ed guy in, and you know he runs him for a touchdown. And all the guys just kind of sit back and take a break. That's what shotgun hunting kind of feels like. You, know, you let the special ed <laughs> no, kid. What? I can't say that. <laughs> what? Oh my! I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a bad. <laughs> but I like it. That's all funny. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go so, with it. Let's roll with it. So all I right. sat out. And, uh, you know, I was super excited to get back out and, you know, <laughs> see what was going on. This is the on. end of our show after this episode. And I'm gonna, we're going to publish it anyway. Oh, yeah. So I get all the way out there and uh, man, I don't know I'm going to catch flag for this. Still just dark. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so excited. Getting ready, getting ready. And I'm still trying to catch his breath. He's getting out just, there. Just <laughs> from beautiful. Dri- from driving. Hasn't got out of bed yet. <laughs> Grab my, from driving. Grab my bow. Get ready to go out. I'm like, oh, well, I gotta grab my arrows, and I'm starting to look around a little more. And uh, yeah, I kind of forgot my arrows at home. I don't put because I keep them in the quiver. I don't put them in my bag, and they they were apparently just laying up in the corner. So yeah, I got a text that morning. Hey man, you out? Yeah. Hey, do you remember your arrows? Said. Uh, yeah. He's like, well, at least one of us did. I'm like, all right, perfect. Steve's not hunting. But uh, no. So I drive all the way back, and it's like a thirty-six minute drive. Drive all the way back, get all the way back out to the stand. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm like, you know, it's a numbers game. You just got to get out there. So I'm, I'm climbing into a stand at about like seven fifteen. Not always a bad thing, though. Yeah, and it, you're out there. It can work and out. And I'm climbing up, climbing up, and there's a sal a, a, 
a south wind. And it's story of our year. Yeah, soon <laughs> yeah. as I get into the stand, I hear a noise that you never, ever want to hear. And I see a sight that I never, ever want to see when, when I'm hunting. Does anyone want to take a guess of what noise and what I saw? Mm. Blew you? I'm going to go... Keep in mind, I'm 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 just climbing into the stand. Like I finally climbed the ladder, and oh. I just get in. Let me. <laughs> Close. And they run off off in the distance. Yep. You gonna make the noise? The <laughs> noise? No, it wasn't that noise. Anyway, I look out. I see oh, white what noise. <laughs> All right. What noise though? The doe blew at you. No, all I heard was. I don't like it. Run, run. Oh, that's no, what they did, huh? <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to paint an ugly picture. But yeah, I look up. I see tail. I was like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. You know, you ever know? You ever get busted by a doe? And we're we're kind of rambling on right now, not getting to the point of the show. But everyone knows. All right, a, a buck sometimes will bust you. He blows once or twice, maybe, and he's off. You get one doe that goes down Wendia and stands there at thirty yards where you can't get a shot, and she blows for eighty-seven times. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, "Lady, come on, yeah, give me a break here!" Yeah. You just want to yell so she takes off, yeah. like you're almost or just get like, down and start chasing her. Yeah, just run after just her. Get out of here! Yeah, it was just it was just over and done. I was like, "All right, whatever." You know, there's a so it was cool that deer were still moving on the property even that short after gun season. I was like, "That's awesome," and then. It all just depends on pressure around you and who is on the property and stuff like that. Um, you know, but then it starts getting a little little darker, and I knew there was a little rain coming in. And eh, pretty soon I saw what I thought was lightning, and then I heard thunder, and I was like, oh, this ain't going to be Yeah, good. it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, there was about three cracks of lightning and about four rumbles of thunder. And then... Yeah, it was weird. It rained pretty hard for a while. Yeah, it opened up, and then I run all the way back to the car. I'm soaking wet, like just... From it was sweating or from both, yeah. Rain. Okay. Running in the cold rain sweat. I get, as soon as I get back to the car after it, it rained probably an inch within like three minutes. It stopped. No, oh, it was done. Yeah, I was in the tree. Done. My dad, I didn't have my, wasn't getting my phone out because you know it was raining. Checked my phone real quick. My dad's like, text me three times. He's like, I'm not. He was more in the open than I was. I was kind of in the timber. He's like, I'm not sitting here getting soaked because <laughs> we had to go home and dry all our clothes out and everything. He's yeah. like, I'm getting down. So I was like, all right, well, I'm getting down too. That's why I was on my way out, and it's like lightning and thunder. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's November. but uh, I was probably sleeping. I, I got it... home and had the worst migraine of my life. I literally almost went to the emergency room because my migraine was so bad. It was. Uh, I thought I was dying for real. Yeah. It was scary. But well, uh, well, we're glad you're still here, Kurt. Thankfully. You guys can still do a podcast in my house. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were going to have to move it to Eric's house. but Wouldn't hey, be no. bad. He's already preparing for my my downfall. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the middle of doing construction on our studio, so things are about to get fancy in here. Um, anyway, right now, it is Thursday. We do our podcast every Thursday. If you don't know, welcome. Um, this is opening day of second firearm season in Illinois. Um I'm actually going to go out tomorrow afternoon after work. I'm Whoa. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to give the old Whoa. smoke pole a shot. The old smoke pole. <laughs> the boomstick. Um, I'm out there cleaning it because uh, I just don't really shoot it that often, to be yeah. honest with you. She is <laughs> dialed in. Um, but I'm sitting out there. The garage door is open. I'm cleaning it. You know, we're in Sherrard, Illinois. And if you've ever, if you know where Sherrard is, you can understand it's uh, people clean guns in their garage. Probably every other block. Where People clean their guns at the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a lie. Um, I'm sitting out there. It's getting dark. It's it's about deer 30. I hear boom way off in the distance out by cable. So somebody must have been hunting with Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah, dude. Somebody smoked a <laughs> <Someone> button buck. <laughs> we haven't had the Orange Army come through yet in Iowa. Yeah, when is that? When's this that weekend? open up? Oh, it is? Oh, it might, it's probably today. And so, what, it's, so if I remember Iowa correctly, you... It's like there's a two-week break, correct, from bow hunting? Is it that... would have closed yesterday. Can You you can, cannot bow hunt in Iowa no. during gun season. Okay. Nope. That sucks. Um, So you already killed a deer with a bow. Can yep. you kill a deer with a gun? Yeah, I could if I wanted to. I'm going to go late muzzleloader. Can you kill a buck? Yeah. When's late muzzleloader for you guys? Ooh, I don't know the date right offhand. But... Is, it, is it statewide or is it by yeah. county? Oh, statewide. Okay. 
I didn't know how they how they broke it up. Um, I'll go down to Burlington for that. For okay. What county is that? That is Des Moines County. Des Moines. Yeah. Funny yeah. enough, nowhere near Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Burlington, Iowa. I don't believe. But uh, they used to make spark plugs down there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying hey, you never been down there. You, you got to believe me. Well, last episode we talked about we talked about first firearm season. You know, it was the weekend after or the week after first Illinois firearm season. And they're talking about, you know, some changes we thought could happen. Um do you want to talk about the antler thing we we're we we're going to Yeah, we 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 wanted to bring this up. We were talking about Do you want to do that now or do you want to do it after? Yeah, or, let's do it now. Man. Okay. Let's do let's do it now. We're kind of segued right into it. So um, Illinois does not. I don't. Some eastern states do. I'm not for sure. Maybe Pennsylvania has like a floor point on one side antler restriction or something like that. Let us know if we're wrong. Um, yeah, and by the way, if you have an input on anything, shoot us an email: workingclassbowhunter at gmail dot com. Um, we'll respond to you. Um, if you haven't seen online, we love our uh, listeners that message us. We we'll, we give you shout outs and uh, we'll talk to you. And we love our listeners. Bullshit with you and everything. So another shout out: racks and beards. Uh, on Instagram, we love that guy. He bought a koozie from us, so thank you for that. Um, that guy three-peated. Funny enough, we talk about him three times. I only can afford his a koozie. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking you should have sent me one for free, a-holes. Yeah, he did, he did serve our country, we so maybe, maybe, maybe we should have done a little bit more for him. Well, when we get our new t-shirts, we might have to send that dude a shirt. All right, for sure. But, yeah, it's a, we try to make it as easy as possible. If you want stuff, just email uh, workingclassbowhunter at gmail.com. Or send um, us a message, and we do whatever. PayPal. We'll get a, so yeah, we'll any get social media, we'll get we'll get taken care of. Yeah. Um, where was I going? We're talking about we're talking about antler restrictions. I believe it's four points aside. I think I might be wrong, but uh, well, see, but you can run into some interesting stuff there. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off immediately, but I mean, there's been some times where you've seen some really just cool six point deer that just look really cool. I I, I like okay. a cool rack. Let me throw a situation out here. I'm trying to think. I'm hoping I'm correct with the state and everything like that, and I'm right, but I think, okay, when I, I used to be a part of a different um, crew, hunting outdoor crew, and uh, Ellsworth, the guy that was on our on our team, was from Pennsylvania, and he hunted out there, and there was a, a four-point antler restriction, I think, on one side. I think it just has to be on one side. I'm not sure. Um, so it could be like a four-point and two on the other side. I think, I think so. I'm not sure though. That that's, that's where it gets weird with that's me. Interesting. I would think maybe though, because I don't know. Whatever. We'll just say yeah. That's the case. He had a huge six pointer on film, on camera, and he couldn't shoot it because it wasn't a legal deer. Really? Well, but but I think, think about. I I mean I might be mixed up. It's been a couple years, so. <laughs> but think about this way. Yeah, if, if deer can get that big and you can't shoot them, and now they're gonna be. Well, here's the thing. Imagine if Iowa or Illinois did that, though. We'd have monster Monsters. bucks oh. running everywhere. Well, here's the thing with me is you can't say, like, okay, we're going to have a four-point antler. Four-point antler restrictions, kind of like the basis. That's like that's the only thing that could work because everyone can count to four. Well. Yeah. Except Steve. Um, no. Everyone, <laughs> everyone can – Hopefully, count to four if you're hunting with a, a lethal weapon. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I've met some people that I'm really, really concerned. Oh yeah, I I, I work <laughs> with a kid that gun hunts apparently, and I don't think that kid can count to two. That kid gun hunts. <laughs> yeah, he only gun hunts, but gun. Hey, but hunting is his religion. Anyway, we're not going to get too deep into uh, that. <laughs> um, oh, so basically, it's like. But you can't say it'd be better. It'd work better if you said, "Okay, deer that are three and a half or older." But not wait, everyone wait, wait, knows. Wait, 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 wait. This kid, this kid wears camo year round just to wear blaze orange two weeks. He two asked days me a year. why I don't wear blaze orange when I bow hunt <laughs> today, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Because you don't have to." Oh, you don't? No, you don't have to wear blaze orange. <laughs> but hunting is this dude's life. He's, try, is, he's trying to fit in. This kid's basic. Um, but anyway, we're where were we? What, what was I? You're talking about three and a half year olds, but not everyone. Okay. Can, not yeah. everyone can tell that. That would be the more everyone can count to four, but not everyone can look at a deer and say, "Hey, that deer's three and a half. Three and a half, four and a half, whatever." So, um, that's why that doesn't work. That would be the way to do it, but not everyone can judge a deer like that. Let me. I think I think it would be hard too. Like if you had 
I mean, I've shot spike bucks before where you can't even see the spike. Yeah. You know, well, you I thought think, it was, was it three inches or bigger makes for yeah. is your excuse is like, oh, it was like antlerless or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's how yeah. I was. See, Illinois is it is. Yeah. And let's and, and we want to throw a little bit of effects at you, too. And, you know, we're, where we stand on gun hunt, like, again, we're not we're just having a good time. We're not out here to, you know, tell anybody you can't go. We're not trying to. Well, we don't got that kind of power yet. <laughs> but, I, I, gun, I gun hunt, so. It, you know, I do, too. I'm going I, tomorrow. Let me let me give you some numbers. Mr. Thompson Center is going to get to eat, hopefully. Last year in Illinois. Now, this would. Lob some lead. Lop some lead. Now, we, we talk about maybe reforming a little bit of gun hunting. If um, it's brown, it's down. <laughs> because the amount of times you get to hunt, like, with a gun based on a bow. Let me give you some numbers here. Spit it. Last What's year, this from? Last year from the uh, Illinois DNR uh, website, dnr.illinois.gov, so you know it's probably legit. legit. Probably legit. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> We're going to have to guess. Dot .gov. Uh, and there's a nice little uh, pie chart. We can post this up, and you can agree with us or you can't. I mean, I, you guys are listening, so you guys are smart. 53% of the deer shot last year for deer season, right, were by a firearm. 53%? 2% were by a muzzleloader. 2%? 2% were muzzleloader. Wow. That's what I'm looking at. What's what's shotgun, then? It's got to be... Shotgun and, uh, I guess, I guess pistol are going to be... Yeah, give, give give us all the numbers. Do you, do you 76,575 for a firearm. In total? When? Wait, hold on. When, what? This is 2014-2015. Okay. 3,471 muzzleloader youth, 200 and, or 2,770 deer were killed. Uh, late winters, CDW, 6,761. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. But archery, which is October 1st through January, January 15th ish. With like six days missing, 38% of the deer shot. Really? really? So. Wow. Here's Does it give you a total number of 50, archery? Yep, 56,143. So, so, so the amount like, of... What the, they shot last whoa. weekend. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> that's what they shot first shot. Yeah, 20, yeah. 40. That's nuts. <laughs> wow. So... <laughs> oh, sorry. I got a little... So the, the biggest amount... <laughs> cussing slip we've had on the Working Class wow. Bowhunter podcast, and Steve is the owner of that. Uh, if you heard a grunt, that's what that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the amount of... Uh, the amount of deer shot... Just this first shotgun season, more than what were shot with bows bow last, last year. year I think maybe by like six hundred, if I'm not mistaken. But that's nuts. Here, and and this breaks down quite a bit. So, fifty-two <laughs> percent of the deer shot were male. Fifty-two percent. Fifty-two point nine percent. Were male. Uh, I didn't know they released all this stuff. Yeah, forty-seven point one percent female. Forty. Well, that's kind of a weird way they broke that down. Because then they say forty-one point seven percent antlered, fifty-eight point three antlerless. So here's here's what we theorize. You know, you you start to see, um, you start to see some articles that pop up here, and and I pulled one up, and a lot of people are starting to complain about you know the. The, the deer herd is suffering. I'm not seeing as many deer as I used to. Well, when just in Illinois, more than half of the deer are shot within six days. It, you know, you, you got to start pretty crazy. Yeah, you got to start wondering, OK, what do we have to do? So because if you even cut that number in half, if you cut the amount of. Are you getting deer that, that here you, is. Are we hunting too much? Is that kind of weird? Are we killing I'm, I'm, too I'm much? I'm starting to think that we might be killing too many deer. Okay, and and here's let me. I'm gonna. Can I spit an argument at you real quick? Absolutely. So what I think is, do they give a number of what the projected total deer are in the state of Illinois? Uh, I th- think they do. I was I was kind of taking a peek here. There's ten pages of this. I, this goes, <laughs> dude. What is it, a PDF? Yeah, it is. This gets <laughs> nuts into it. Because 
It, you can't really. I mean, there's. I've been seeing a lot of articles online, um, social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, people have been talking about it everywhere on Twitter and whatever. That are we hunting too much? Is there too many hunters? And I don't. I don't really know where I stand on it yet because how many deer are there? I don't know. I don't. I still it, see. A, a good it, amount of deer. I see less big bucks now than I did ten years ago. But I. But I. I'm killing bigger bucks than yeah. I did 10 years ago, too, my, though. My personal opinion is that hunting, you know, shotgun hunting, you know, just in general hunting has blown up within last three but, years. But let me make a point, though. It does seem that way. I'll agree. But is it because we are so involved in it that it consumes our everyday life, that we meet more people because of mutual interest, it, that it seems like it's that way? It, it could be, but I th- you know, I think it all came up, you know, my personal opinion is when the president, they were talking about, you know, the gun hold, you know, taking the guns away and all that. Yeah. And people were like, no, he's not taking my guns away. I'll go get guns and then I'll start hunting with them, you know. that That's just yeah, my opinion. That's a, that's a point. But you know what my opinion is? I, I see that point. I do see that, Logan. And Steve's wanting to chime in here, too. We're, uh, we're about to brawl in here, bro. No, no. It's, uh, no. <laughs> No, I mean, I, th- I think obviously, you know, you see more people wearing camo, and you see that. A what lot I think more it frequently. is, though, I think people are waking up and realizing that processed meat is oh yeah. sucks, and yeah. I think a lot of people see that. You know, say I don't know. For example, I don't. I'm just going to use this as an example. I don't know someone that doesn't hunt, but they're like, I don't really like the meat industry, the industrialized meat industry. Oh, and they see me over here, and I'm oh yeah, clean venison. This deer was in the woods, free range. I killed it. I know, literally know the one guy who handled it, and now it's on my dinner plate. Yeah, it's healthy. wasn't pumped with crap its whole life. Well, you don't and know. It, it you don't know if that deer for... was eating peyote or pure form heroin. <laughs> you, know, you don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think that's attractive to a lot of people now. Just how like people like uh, Chipotle and Subway and all these restaurants where you can see your food getting made uh, are becoming more popular. Chipotle is my life. But you know what I mean, though. Like <laughs> that's probably the kid who uh, you work with. That kid's probably all about Chipotle too. Um, no, I, I get it. But wh- but where you know where I'm I'm in, in this article I was reading. I, I can pull it up. It's from uh, it was on Bowhunting.com. The guy has a has a line in here that I love that website. I think everybody can agree with. Uh, it's called the ugly effects of overhunting. Um, and there was a line in here where he said, um, "It's basic math at its best." And this will really put it into perspective. This will bring it really close. So you guys might agree with me. Suppose you've saved up for several years, but you suddenly go on a spending binge. Eventually, you'll notice that you've only got small change left in your account. And if you don't quickly change your ways, you'll be bankrupt, right? So all the years that we were, you know, protecting all the, you know, bringing the deer herd. Now, the deer herd is, don't get me wrong, it's stronger than it was 100 years ago. That's a fact. That 50 is a years pure, ago. Huh? Oh, yeah. 50 years even ago. Even 50 years ago. Yeah. However. 30 years ago. However, even. it's like, yeah, you, you you spent your life saving up. If you If you spent your whole life saving up and then all of a sudden you're like, Man, I really like a motorhome, and then you buy a motorhome, and you're like <laughs> motorhome. But then, but, then, but then you're like, yeah, I really don't care about camping. I'm only going to camp two weeks. Really want to start a podcast, spend yeah, all my yeah, money on yeah. equipment. <laughs> Trust me, and then, we've done it. But uh, we're broke. You know, yeah. It's, GoFundMe.com slash working less bone. It's it is very simple math. I mean, am I saying, you know, do do I want people to stop hunting? No, absolutely not. Do I think that maybe we're issuing too many tags? I think we need to take a look into it more. I, th- I think that maybe, because I know people who have shot probably six, seven, eight deer already. Well, that's like Iowa, too. When you, know? you when you go to buy your doe tag, they only give out so many per county because they have a number on how many does are in that county, supposedly. Yeah. Steve, I get, keep... Steve, I get your point, and, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Eric. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But, like, I think – I don't think they're issuing – wow, issuing too many tags. I think that um, – I think that it's just basically – we need to – like we said last episode, we talked about this for quite a, a, quite a bit of extended season. time. They need – yeah, just adjust how the gun season falls during the year. For a couple of years, try it out because um, it's not going to hurt. It's only going to help, but I feel like uh, – 
just I, what's modeled after Iowa for a year. Illinois should model after yeah. Iowa. Yeah, and maybe or close even, to it. And that, and like you were saying, and maybe the antler restriction. You know, where more deer that, would not get shot with. Yeah, Illinois maybe should have a four point antler resi- restriction. I don't know. It, I mean, it might help. It might not. Because then they'll just start shooting them younger. You know who I would really like to get input on this is Mark Reif, our taxidermist Mark yeah, Reif, our uh, sponsor of the show. This. I would really like to ask him, and we'll get some input from him. Because he knows a lot more about whitetails than we yeah. do. Well, he exactly. gets a lot the of deer in, thing. and it would be interesting to maybe do another episode with him about taxidermy to see like what what percent of this caliber of deer, like size-wise, comes in versus deer that are two and a half and younger that he yeah, believes yeah. to come into his shop because... A lot of guys that shoot smaller deer don't mount them. I mean, you wouldn't think. Maybe they do. Um, but I'd like to get Mark's input on it and see what, what he thinks about it, you know? Yeah. and, and I love know, how Logan, when I said smaller deer, get a mounted. He looks up at my first buck mounted <laughs> in the auditorium and goes, hmm, he got that mounted. Yeah. <laughs> I got a year-and-a-half-year-old buck that was my first buck I ever shot in my life. Well, you got to get it yeah. mounted then. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's, but, that's why it's up here. <laughs> you know, it's... it's. <laughs> he looked at it. He's like, hmm, what's Kurt talking about? <laughs> like, though, and, and again, I, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but don't get me wrong. Like, if you've never hunted before and you're like, I want to try hunting, but I only want to shotgun hunt. Then do it. Absolutely. I support you. Go for it. 100%. Now, what you'll find is that if you bow hunt, you're probably going to bow hunt in a lot better weather and then a lot worse weather. Very true. And you're going to learn a lot more yeah, about it. It's, but I will um, say probably 99.9% of our listeners are bow hunters because, one, Working class bow hunter, and they're and, and you guys are does, smart. Does that give it so away? It might. Does that give and, it away? And a little two, bit? if you're that into hunting, you're not just shotgun hunting or firearm yeah. hunting. You know, you're doing it all, or you're just really bored and you like to listen to us once a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? My I buddy, know. actually, I saw my buddy last week, and I, 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 I got to see him and his family. I, I, I love that family. I grew up with them. And they listened when I did comedy podcast, and he, he was talking to me. He's like, dude, I love your podcast. He's like, you guys get some really big names on there. I go, dude, you don't even hunt. And he goes, yeah, I just like listening to you, man. That's cool. I was like, oh. And right. then his brother and his dad were like, yeah, we tune in from time to time. We just like hearing your voice and hearing all the stupid stuff you got to say. So <laughs> I thought that was super cool. And, you know, if anyone can. I don't know who anyone who would want to listen to your voice, Steve. Dude, yeah. I. Well, however these, these many people hundred are, something yeah. downloads we get. <laughs> these, these people are really 42 good people downloads too, you know? a week. I mean, they're, that's they're all, all we have. Everyone's like they, they're all like very successful people. So there's nothing wrong with them. That's for sure. I just <laughs> and now you got me thinking for a minute. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Did I just imagine this. So those people that go in for the game and you're sitting out. to listen to you. There are people that go into the game. So I'll take a moment to reflect on that because that's what we're all doing apparently. Yeah, that's probably that's probably going to get us kicked off of podcasting, off of iTunes. Um, it's anyway. not that I, I don't shotgun hunt. Just I I don't know really why I don't. My property's not big enough. I don't I don't think personally to do it. Yeah. And then you know everyone that where I hunt at all shotgun hunts around. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets pressure off my property while I'm it's gone. It kind of turns your property into like a safe haven. That, you know that's that's Sanctuary. the way I look at it. You know mm-hmm. it's like so I try to go out like if I can like the next couple days after shotgun season just because yeah. you know they know that up. no one's there that no one. That's yeah. a good point because where I hunt to the east, where I hunt um, on one of the spots I hunt. It's me and my dad, and it's a little block of timber. And to the east of us, there's like, oh, it's not that big. It It's probably not even half of what me and my dad hunt. And I think there's nine guys who firearm hunt it. Yeah. And They're so, pushing everything right in the oh, air. Yeah. So that's why Thanksgiving weekend for us is really good, because yeah. all the deer move in there, and they're bedded up, like, kicked uh, back with their feet up. Taking it, taking it that, easy because they're acting like Steve all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I look at it. Eating and curly fries and I hunted a property before when I first started bow hunting, and the way I looked at it, you have to shoot a deer before first shotgun season because <clears> there <throat> is ten people out there yeah. that shotgun hunt on seventy five acres. Yeah, and they're pushing the deer. They're shooting anything that runs. Oh, and they actually push deer. Yeah, and it, they shoot anything that runs, and that that just irks me. You know, like it does. Yeah, it's, to a, to a certain it's point. annoying to someone that puts so much time and dedication it, into it. Yeah, like, and it's like, you know, you strategically hang stands, and there's people, like, you yeah. know. 
Ooga booga deer, run! Yeah, there's <laughs> cartwheeling. There's a, a person I know Just hooting, hollering through there. Yeah. That um, she went out hunting when we we're in high school. You scored a deer for. Her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. It's ringing the, a bell. It. This this really bothers me really bad. This one, you know, just of all the stories I've heard, you know, not this person's not a deer hunter, not a deer hunter, just was doing it because her boyfriend at the time was doing it, so that's why she was doing it. Wanted to be cool. They're pushing deer, <laughs> wanted to fit in, wanted to make yeah. love. Why not? <laughs> They're pushing deer, and she's down on the end, you know. Which you push deer, whatever, you know. I'm not bashing that, but when you're hip shooting a deer. When they're running past you, and you gotta unload your gun yeah. on one buck. Yeah, I have a problem with that. Like, I, can, I can see that's that. my problem. It's not as it's not. I understand if like you shoot it and you walk up after you go and. It's not really it. ethical, is what and, you're getting. Yeah, at here. it's not ethical, and I understand if you walk up, you're shotgun hunting, and you shoot a deer, and it doesn't kill it, and you walk up on it, but it's really wounded. It's not running anywhere, and you got to put another bullet in it. I understand that, but when you're shooting at the hip. Three times at one deer, and you can't hit it till the third shot. You know what? That's my problem. I measured that deer, and it was a, it was a firearm. It was a, it was a nice buck, really nice buck. And um, I was saying, I was like, man, I was like, you got lucky, man. I'm like you're spoiled. It's your first year hunting, and you killed like one fifties. Yeah, something like. And I'm that. like, man, you're spoiled. This is a really nice deer. I put my time in. I was like, you did. I was like, did you bond too? She's like, well, I was out there um, all day Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "All oh, day Friday. What took you a day to get this thing?" <laughs> yeah, I sat there forever. I'm like, "Well, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> cool." But, but I, I see what you're. Here, I get your point. Hearing that him. stuff, you know, All right, that, that makes you know hunters in general have a bad name. It if does. They, it you do, know, looking if you're a non-hunter looking from the outside in and saw that, it would be like eat. terrible. Like if you just went out, you know, like there, you know, I. I've gone shotgun hunting a couple times. The only reason I've gone is my girlfriend wanted to check it out. Mm-hmm. She wanted to see what hunting's all about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a good okay. way to get people started. Yeah, hunting. Like, I started. Well, that's how I started. I, I said, fine, I'll take you shotgun hunting. You know, I said, well, go sit in the ground blind, me and you. You, you know? can give her the thrill of getting, you know, getting yeah. a shot and all that. And like, and, so I was like, we'll go out there, we'll sit, you know. And she's like, well, I want to go bow hunting. I said, I'm like, no. I said, that's <laughs> yeah, where I draw the line no. at, you know, I said. Well, you got to be able to sit. And... I said, I'm like, you got to sit still, you know, scent control. I said, we still got to worry about scent control a little bit with the shotgun. I said, but we can reach out there, you know, a little farther. It's nice to break people in with uh, and, fire, especially kids. It, it's um, just, it was cool, you know, like there's a big squirrel behind us, you know, you know, making the sound. And she's like, Dear. she looks at me. She's like, hit me. She's like, we got one coming. We got one coming. <laughs> I love your impressions of your girl. It's snowing out. <laughs> I said, well, I'm, and so I'm whispering. I'm like, where's it at? And she's like, it's up back here. Back here. And I look back there. I'm like, there's no deer back there. She's like, yeah. I said, there's a squirrel right there. Watch it. <laughs> I can see you guys arguing. Yeah, except when a deer actually walks by and you can't hear a thing. <laughs> you know? They always do. They sneak up on you. All right, I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit the whole... Uh, working class bow hunter crew right now with this question, Logan and Illinois, antler restrictions or no? Yes or no? You got to feed it. Yes. To me. Yes. Okay. Steve. Yes or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Eric. Illinois. I don't really care, but <laughs> <laughs> it I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Iowa. Iowa. No. At least for no. a few years. Let's see what. No happens. antler restriction in Iowa. Okay. I don't think so. Let's see what happens because. You guys all want to go out and kill a lot of you people. You want to hear my answer? No. Why is that? And I'll tell you why. Because I think they should just model it differently. I think they should just arrange the gun season differently during the year than what it is. I could I get behind. I, think, I, could, I could sacrifice my answer and actually get behind that. Because I think I know if that wasn't the yes or no answer. I cheated on my own rule. <laughs> yeah, you but did. You said yes or no. Yeah. I just only. I just like <laughs> I was. Uh, well, I said no, but then I elaborated. I think we have it set up right. Where it works out good. Yeah, I, I like how Iowa runs it. I think Illinois would have 100 times more big bucks than I, Iowa ever would <laughs> if we modeled it after yeah, Iowa. Right. You know, I, In your dreams, Illinois. Illinois just Pike County, what out. you got? Illinois just the whole state of Iowa. Like what county ago? sticks out in Iowa? Everyone's like, yeah, you got to hunt that county in Iowa. Uh-oh. We don't have one. Because it's just all over yeah, the place. Go, everyone's like, everything's good, and everyone shoots the a Matthews, and we all love each other, <laughs> and everything's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think Illinois messed up 
To be unfair, our state's pretty dang long. <laughs> when yeah. they uh, when they started selling deer tags over the counter for shotgun. I I think that's just my personal topic opinion. for another episode. I think yeah. on that one, I I really do though. So we gotta we, get somebody in from Illinois DNR in here. Yeah, we, we, we've we, been we, doing that since the beginning of time. What Iowa has? Oh yeah, that's how we yeah. do it. You just go buy. Well, tag I'm Illinois, telling you, my solution in? is the best. Model it after. I, Iowa. No, I like that too. Why should I, we model it after Iowa? Because it's awesome. <laughs> it's I, I like that part awesome. too. You know, but <laughs> when they when you have to send in for your tags. In Illinois, you know, for shotgun season. Mm-hmm. And then right before, like three, what, the month before shotgun season starts, you can go to the counter and buy over the counter too? Um, I think I bought mine over the counter. It was October 21st they started yep. selling them. Yep, I bought mine. I was in there. I was out of town, so I couldn't buy one. I was in there buying broadheads, actually, at Walmart. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, I, got my, I need to get my firearm tag. I'm like, oh, yeah, that don't come out. I thought it was like Halloween, so they started yeah. selling them. And I'm like... But it was the 21st. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, our system was down, but it's going. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm here. I better buy one. Just... Um, well, that's like, that's that's, just my, that's like you know, in Iowa, though. Know. Like the day that tags go on sale, because of the dough by county, they only have so many numbers. I have mm. buddies, Scott County is so low. They'll go in that's that. Just, that's weird to me that it's that they'll low. Go, they'll go in that night at midnight just so they can get their dough tag. Mm. Or else they'll sold, they're sold out the next day. Well, yeah. Listen, I want to... um. I, I kind of want to retract my statement a little bit here. Actually, you know what? Uh, here's what I'm starting to see in from firearm results in Illinois. I was just kind of scrolling through this. Since 2010, in 2010, the firearm results were 98,944 to 97,000, then 99. Then in 2013... It dropped down to 74,318. So it's going down over the years. It's going down over the years. And archery in 2010 was 63,570. Now in 2014, it's at 56,000. I found the problem, guys. I found who's killing all the deer. Cars? 2010 youth hunting season, (laughs) (laughs) 8,708. 2014, 10,528 deer. It's all, the, it's all them kids hunting. Yeah, it's all the kids are killing all the deer. I take everything back that I just said. <laughs> Which is actually awesome, you know, getting the youth out there killing deer. But the, Yeah, the only thing that went up is, is kids killing deer. And uh, but I mean, So that's get, all you came up with out of that? You're blaming kids for this, Steve? They got it, dude. You're blaming gotta, kids? Someone's got to take the loss. And, uh, <laughs> kids, uh, just no more killing deer for kids. Well, <laughs> we'll look at Trevor's nephew, you know. That kid's going to be a killing machine when he gets Yeah, older. he is. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's... I, I think bow hunting is expanding, too, more than... I think it's going to catch up there with gun season. It will, yeah. And you know what? Soon. I think more people are going to enjoy bow hunting more than... I enjoy hunting. it way better. I used to goose hunt, and I enjoy bow hunting deer way better than goose hunting. And I shot my gun every day I went out goose hunting. Yeah. I'm going to goose granted, hunt with I, a bow. Granted, I don't shoot fun. my bow I've every day it. when it's I'm out nuts. deer hunting, but I enjoy it more sitting there in the stand, you know, yeah. than I do going out there just blasting away at some geese. I stepped out for a minute and missed a little bit of this. Uh, <laughs> Steve was blaming kids for yeah. sh- for the deer loss. In Dude, because look, 10,000. Yeah, 10, all right, because in 2010 in firearm harvest – was uh ninety eight thousand? <laughs> I'm glad when I leave the room for two minutes, the whole podcast goes off the deep end. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> look did, at look at did. this. All right, I, I'll show Kurt's you this graph. Guy, we like, talk about whatever we want. Twenty ten, ninety eight thousand nine hundred forty four deer killed during firearm season, seven days long. Seventy six thousand five hundred seventy five in twenty fourteen. What's Bo, your point? Where are you getting that? Bow was even down. 63,570 deer killed for archery in 2010, 2014, 56,143. Everything's going down. The, the number of deer shot are going down, except youth deer season. 2010, 8,708 deer killed. 2014, 10,500. This is working class bow hunter trying to destroy the future of our sport. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just <laughs> no, calling it like it is. That's not it. Um, <laughs> that is it. Well, no, it's not. You can't even say that because it's not factual. I think it just needs to be adjusted um, Numbers differently. Don't lie. I think leave leave you season alone. Adjust regular yeah. season. We, we're basically doing we're, a duplicate of last week's episode right now. Yeah, we are. Let's uh, let's move on <laughs> to something a little bit better. Okay, I want to talk. 
was after the gun season, late season, as in the remaining of December into January. the half month of January that yeah. we have left of bow season here in Iowa and Illinois. Late season tactics mm. are in this way. What are we personally going to do differently about our season to try and have late season success? Eric, do you want to hear mine first? Yes. Take okay. it away. I'm going to sit on the couch and uh, <laughs> probably watch hunting shows, and that's about it. Okay. Must be nice to be yeah. three quarters of the way tagged out. Halfway. Yeah. Well, I'm halfway tagged out then. Three quarters then. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm halfway tagged out then, too. I killed a buck October 25th, so I'm relaxed is what I am. This yeah, season. yeah, it's not on as much. <laughs> but I'm still trying to – I'm getting after it. I'm I not still shoot. have a dote for a tree, but eh. we'll, well see. You better get out there then. <laughs> I know. Slick I've, I've been slacking. I'm waiting for Christmas Eve. That's my day. Christmas Why? Eve. It just – that's my lucky day. It is. I Christmas don't know Eve, why. huh? I don't know why. Get to leave is. my family. My girlfriend's always yelling at yeah. me. No, like it <laughs> always it's, happens. It's, it's on gonna Christmas snow. Eve. It's gonna it, snow. No more bush lattes in the tree stand <laughs> with you. It it happens on Christmas Eve. That's when it you know because I got right. stuff to do. You know, whenever I'm busy is when it happens. But Christmas Eve is man, the fat man's night. gonna deliver on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Isn't that right, look? <laughs> yeah, hope so. My late season tactic. After firearm season, I'm kind of applying it tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to be out with the smoke pole tomorrow and then uh, probably Saturday morning. And then I actually have another Thanksgiving. I might hang a stand or two out of a new uh, piece I p- just picked up. Can I come over for that? Um, no. Um, but <laughs> I'll see you at 6. Basically what I'm doing um, for late season, and it's tough on one of the properties I hunt. There's not a like a food source. There's no corn. There's no beans. Yeah. That Well, now I just actually picked up another chunk where I can get on a just recently picked cornfield. So I'm probably going to tighten just up. Just now? <laughs> literally, yeah, me, no, me Eric literally last week they picked it. Good Lord, dude, me and Eric looked at each other like, wow. I picked this piece <laughs> up. It's only may, maybe. Don't talk about Sam like that. Maybe it's. <laughs> that'd, be dime, that'd be dime piece. <laughs> that'd be dime. I picked this 40 acres up. Yeah, it might not even be 40 acres. I don't know exactly. But it's all like CRP. There's a little chunk of like a uh, little, not even timber. I don't even know what to call it. Can I hunt your stand? No. Um, it was just <laughs> big enough to throw a stand in there. Like, it's – you're kind of swaying around when you're in this tree. In front of the stand. <laughs> but it's, it was right next to standing corn, and the guy picked it uh, Thanksgiving week. That's perfect, though. Yeah. And so we were seeing deer all over, um, but it's still Because just, all those fields that were picked, they've already been there eating. Now they want that fresh Yep. That's where all the deer were still at. on the ground. Yep. It's going to be perfect. So I might tighten in on that late season because it's still corn stubble. Um, I might get on on that because I know they're going there early and late, early in the morning, late in the afternoon. That's just a little bit, a little bit more than corn. Five o'clock shadow. Yeah, it's stubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm gonna tighten up on that area, and then I have another piece where it's like CRP, and it's been CRP for so long where there's starting to be like really tiny trees growing in there, and it's getting thick. Ooh. Um, they just kind of like left it Ooh. and abandoned it, Ooh. and I got a buck in there moving around with a split G2. Mm. Uh, moving around, my dad watched him for about thirty minutes um, last week. You had him on camera, and I got a lot of pictures of him on camera. Consistently, Your dad's gonna be mad. Dude, he was out there like I think. Uh, what day was I over here? Was I over here right? Whatever day you got the picture of him, he was out at about seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, perfect. Like that, right next to where I shot my buck earlier this year, right across the ridge. He smelled it, man. He knows. So he know he's. He's a he's a wild child. He likes uh, living on the edge. <laughs> he does apparently. So we're gonna, I'm going to slip in there and see if I can't get a poke at him tomorrow. And if not, we'll just tighten up on him. And uh, during right. boat, you know, when boat season kicks back up. Right. So what 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 food plot? Like you know, because we were talking about this earlier, and I was like, hey, Kurt, for the podcast, just think of some late season tactics. And you were just like out of the shower. You know, I was on speaker, and I could tell you're probably just like washing your head. You're like food plots. Food plots, food. That's it. <laughs> it's like, He's drying his hair, oh, yelling. Yeah, get on food. Well, so what are they going to be? Uh, what are, what what kind of food do you think the deer are going to be most after? Because you know, early season they're kind of egg corn, you know, well, situations. But now that's starting to get colder. From my experience, um, on a piece of property I, I hunted that we had access, uh, we knew the farmer, and he would leave beans in for us, and if you have access to standing beans late season, in my opinion, that's the best thing you can have. Um, I do. 
Eric has accent. You <laughs> do, do really? I do. See, in my opinion, <laughs> from what I've experienced, I've seen a lot of deer and a lot of big deer late season, like in the December, early January, on standing beans. Any, um, I think any grain field that had corn or beans yeah. in it, yeah, you're gonna do good. If no you have access to those, either or, and a lot of the guys already know this, but if you don't, I would tighten up your hunting ranges on those fields because deer are gonna. They're going to bed closer to food late season, and you you almost know every afternoon they're going to hit those they're going to hit those late season uh, food field or you know whatever you got corner yeah. beans probably are going to be the best it's less travel for them so but interestingly enough this deer with the split G two is we have clover mm-hmm. and he's been uh. hitting that clover really heavily right clover and acorns and I don't know why acorns I, acorns mm-hmm. and I don't know what oak know. nuts. There's no fields yeah, close by, <laughs> and I guess I don't know enough scientifically to why he's in there on that. Maybe it's just heavy cover from pressure from the first firearm season that he moved in this last week. He's living on the edge, man. Living on the edge. He's could living be. on the edge. But Everyone's I think that, thinking it. I had to sing it. But really, I think that at night, you know, maybe he is hitting the the corn because it's not that far. You know what? Or, maybe you know. superstitious. Maybe he's eating four-leaf clovers thinking, I'm not going to get shot. That could be. That could be. Mm. Um, yeah, he's on clover. I might have watched him eat just in a clover field for 30 minutes. And always night, so. late season, I've had better luck at night also. Yeah. With them feeding. Yeah, and I agree with that. Always in the afternoon, it seems a little better. For um, the past couple of years, too, I hunted on a, the, prop, well, the property I hunt right now. They used to put winter wheat in mm-hmm. the like field. A, c- a cover crop. Yeah. Yep. And I I thought it was garbage. I didn't see nothing like, you know, I was like, that's the only thing green. Yeah. Within miles, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, you yeah, gotta, you gotta see anyway. I'm like, I'm like, they gotta be coming, you mm-hmm. know, but I had problems with that. And I think my winter tactic though, besides Christmas Eve is I'm going to put more pressure on the property I just picked up this year. I haven't, oh, yeah. I've stayed out of that place as much well, as I can. Well, yeah, they're probably kicked back and. So it's a sanctuary. They're, they're right laying now. in their hammocks, and <laughs> well, I think you know <laughs> next spring hammocks. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to one of the farmers on the property I hunt and see if I can't throw down like a uh, an imperial clover, um, something that's like an annual where it'll grow back the next yeah. year. And I don't know. I think five years he can out of some clover he can get out of it. I, I'm not really sure. Um, that's we'll have to find a food plot expert. I had to get Rod White on here. That dude's a stud, and have yeah. him talk about all that <laughs> food stuff. Food plots are I, hard, man. I've I tried. I it. thought about doing that at. I have access with work. I have a brush brush hog, so one of my properties is really. Can you get a brush hog at any time? Oh yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> See, but, so, but the, pro- the problem is though, a brush hog doesn't work. Yeah. No, I was going to go in there, cut all the grass down, you know, and all the big, you know, the thick trees. But then I got a power rake too. It's basically a, a rotor tiller for the front of the skid loader. Oh And really? I was going to go in there and tear it all up. And then go back through and see. You have to till it because we've had problems where when we yeah. put food plot, where in, they we would cut the, it, we'd plant it, but then the weeds, the weeds grow fo- grow faster than the actual product oh, yeah. does. Yeah. So then it's covering everything doesn't let that grow. Yeah. No, so you almost have to burn it off or till yep. it up or that, you know what, we've that's had plan. We've had uh, we we used to have access to a D eight. Used to, and. <laughs> On one of the farms we hunted, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and we had, uh, we had, well, my dad pushed the weed dirt off the top into a brush pile, and it was like fresh. Oh yeah, fresh dirt. So that's we, why you gotta I till it or work it up somehow. Yeah, yeah. I could Dude, just get a just get a sod cutter. <laughs> Cut well, a little. Well, bit now what we're gonna do? You can go rent one. We have access. <laughs> there's a little chunk in our property, a little corner where it's just grass right now. It's an old mowed path. They don't keep up on it, um, and it's just the corner. Um, like, the timber comes to a corner, and it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it basically makes a natural corner out of the grass. We're going to mow it real short, and we'll see. Maybe we'll till it out. It's just grass. It's not like weeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to throw a bunch of clover down. And then I thought there's another couple spots where I was going to mix imperial clover with winter wheat and see how that oh, would yeah. work. Because, you know, you'd have your early season and your late season stuff. You know what? I was uh, When Trevor was in here, I think he said it on the podcast, but I remember talking to him uh, about it. He's... And I think he's going to do it next year, but he swears by canola for a food plot. I'm not um, really familiar with, with 
See, there's so many. What, you, what's you, mean, you, you can use radishes, turnips. Yeah, radish, radishes. Canola. Yeah, I mean, but, but for for thinking, you know, as far as next year, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. You know, if you're going to put a food plot in, you want something that's you're putting that in not only for that early season, but you want to keep that late season Attractive. honey hole. You know, so I was yeah. I was trying to do my research, seeing well, is there something I could throw out there now that would would grow a little bit, you know, kind of just sprout up a little bit, even as late as it is, that they'd still be attracted to because, you know, why not? But um, so far I haven't really turned up anything. I mean, again, I only looked for like it, six minutes. But It's usually they know. say September is like the last, like yeah, for the winter yeah. stuff. You want to plan it in September and then it's good. Uh, we we'll have to write this down. I'll write it down now. Get a guest, <laughs> an expert. Yeah. yeah, food plotting. <laughs> my uncle, he owned property down in Missouri. He grew his own deer and, you know, his own turkeys down there. Mm-hmm. Not like grew them, but, you know. <laughs> he raised them in a pan and let them go. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't put them in water, and 25 minutes later they were huge and <laughs> no, wore a T-shirt. <laughs> so he managed his own deer down there, and he planted radishes not for the deer but for himself because he just loves radishes. Mm-hmm. He couldn't keep them in the ground because oh, yeah. the deer would go and tear them up, you know. You know what you so gotta do? He, I planted turnips and I couldn't get them to find them. Like they w- would not touch so, the turnip. You guys know what why. you do if you're gonna plant uh, radishes? Grab a little bit of. Um, yeah, you can get it some marker. Talk to a farmer. Salt? Get a little bit of horse hair and kind of sprinkle that in. Horseradish. Oh, boom! Nice. <laughs> boom. <laughs> <laughs> so that I thought about putting some radishes out too, just to see. You know, might as well try it. it if you have access to equipment shot. like you do, you might as well go yeah, for it. Yeah, it's worth a shot. You know, just. Because the piece of property that I hunt the most this year is my smallest one, but I think it has more potential. Because mm-hmm. that's the the reason why I've been hunting that is because that's where the buck that I've been watching all summer is at, mm-hmm. and he's been in that area, and I've only had one encounter with him since. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to get them. They don't come in there. It's just a pass through to this go to travel corridor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'd want to do something to try to get them in there more. You know to hang out there more instead. Just, of just hang a live nude sign in there. Yeah, yeah, that, that brings works. the bucks in. <laughs> works for us. <laughs> um, we're getting to the end of this episode. Um, I feel like it's gone too fast. You know what? Uh, before we go, well, I do want me. to uh, talk about a bow I got to shoot over the oh, weekend. Oh yeah, you're slacking. You should have talked about know, this earlier. I talked about Jimmy, it, but if Chris you listen, um, what's wrong with you? As you guys know, Matthews. Came out with their new bow. I'm going to want to talk about this again and earlier in an episode, but I'll let you continue on your way. Do, do you want to do you want to shelf this for next week? Mention it. Um, Don't tell them the details. Just I thought it. this bow was absolutely atrocious looking. I handled it. I was like, no way. I shot it. Um. Yeah, wait to hear my reviews. I, uh, hey, leave it at that. Leave I, it just, at that. I, I will tell you this. Just because something's ugly. Does not mean it's not beautiful inside. Like you. I am beautiful on site and the outside. No, on site? I'm on site. Fat and stupid. (laughs) (laughs) If you follow us on Facebook, you saw our Cards Against Humanity. You guys actually felt bad for taking that. Eric didn't feel bad at all. He's like, dude, get a picture of this. And you're like, Steve, look, but don't like look, look. I was like, what? And you guys took a picture. If you guys ever played Cards Against Humanity... Steve was sitting there, and we put. Uh, yeah, I drew. I drew a card, and it says "fat and stupid." Being fat and, and stupid. And I go, I go, Kurt, who's this remind you of? And he goes, I gotta take a picture, but don't show him yet. <laughs> and you felt bad. You're like, no, no, no. I was like, dude, put that on the website. That's hilarious. <laughs> so check us out, workingclassbowhunter.com. We should probably plug that at the beginning of every episode from now on. Yeah, but if you're here now, somehow you found it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Just Google, Google it. It comes up somewhere. I mean. Google working Somehow. class bow hunter. Yeah, again, go leave us a review on uh, on iTunes. Tell us how much you hate us. We, you know, it, it just really will will we'll tighten up. Leave, <laughs> that, leave four stars and then tell us how much you hate us. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I did. I, I love four stars. Yeah, because it's like, not quite perfect. <laughs> yeah. So just podcast is terrible. Check us out: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Again, we, and we've got some uh, merch for sale, and we're always going to keep keep adding to that. You know, like I said, you know, we're working guys so yep in the last two episodes i know we said this uh we got a lot of things in the work the studio is getting rebuilt uh-huh. once that gets rebuilt we're hoping to have a lot of bigger name guests in studio yeah um, in, in house in house and we're gonna try and bring you some 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 video content not what probably you guys are hoping for don't expect any hunts anytime soon half comedy half serious is what's yeah, gonna happen i mean you're gonna see some really cool stuff that we're hoping to bring it's just something that 
you know, you're not going to see on every hunting episode. I mean, you know, you're not going to see me killing big bucks anytime soon. But you, <laughs> we know that ain't happening. But, but yeah, but you, know, you will see me eating uh, roast beef sandwiches from a place that we can't name anywhere because we've got a cease and desist order. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. About I wish that. we would. <laughs> if we ever got a cease and desist order from, from Arby's, that we would frame that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be. It would be framed. Steve would be sending us, pay us to go get it for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Yeah, we'd, it'd frame. It'd be right here. Yeah, the Bucket Tour room is about to get a makeover here real soon. That's why I say we got to put up caution tape here in oh, about yeah. two days. I yeah. got some in the truck right now. We'll do Perfect. it. We'll hang it up. Um There'll be deer heads in here to absorb the echo and uh, new equipment and all that stuff's in the work. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. You know what to do. Go, Go shoot, shoot your bow. bow. Oh, you. Oh, us. We know what to do. Go shoot your bow.